ready to grow your business by building relationships online and offline? Are you looking for a system to attract new prospects and nurture your past clients? Maybe you're a business owner, a sales professional, or an entrepreneur. If you are, then great. Join me, Janice Porter, as we blast past your barriers to success and explore the power of relationships for your business. And welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. I'm your host, Janice Porter, and my guest today is Janine Brawley. Janine lives really close to me, and we just sort of reconnected not long ago, and she has some wonderful things that she works with women on, and I'm anxious to talk to her about all of that. So welcome, Janine. Welcome, and thanks for having me. I'm excited. You're very welcome. So Janine um, kind of works with modern, successful women worldwide who feel burnt out, unfulfilled, and that something is missing in spite of their success in life. And I'm going to start there by saying, Janine, tell me your story. Sure, I'd love to. And I just want to preface, like, yes, my, my specialty is working with women, uh, and you'll see why, but I do work with men and women, and I, uh, Fair enough. I, I think it's important to mention that because I've got a, a list of men that go, well, I would like to take that workshop. I'd like to take that event. Oh, well, that's exciting. Um, yeah, so it is exciting, yeah. but it is, it's more prevalent, as you'll see, um, with women. So, yeah, a little a bit about my background, just give it um, uh, some foundation here. So, um, you know, I was at this point where uh, I had what most people would appear like, oh, you've got, you've got it all, you know, you, you know, like, and life was pretty good. It was good. And, um, you know, the truth was, uh, you know, I was burnt out. I wasn't totally fulfilled. I was disconnected from what I say, like the truth of who I am. And, um, you know, the career was good. House was good. I got the big house, the family, the money. I traveled. Um, but it wasn't uh, what I call like a bullseye. And I sensed that there was something missing, right? There was, it felt like I was meant for more and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And um, I had this first aha where I remember driving home from a workshop and this voice was saying like, you need to do life differently. You need to do life differently. And I made some changes and it just didn't stick. And then, you know, how life has a, you know, a way of like giving a little bit, another nudge and another nudge, and then it's a shove, right? And I, I started getting these shoves and it's like, I had this, um, you know, this big aha where uh, I just finished, a, I came through a painful breakup and I, I was married for 14 years together, 18. And then it was the relationship after that. And it was so painful. I remember to myself, like, I do ne I never want to feel like this like, ever again. I never, and it was like this epiphany moment. And it was from that moment on, I just went like, never again. And I realized, you know, what was missing? What was my life? What was missing from my life? What was missing? There's just like this feel of this void. And I've realized so many other women feel like that. And what I realized, I was the one missing from my life, right? I'd been looking outside. Well, maybe I need a new hobby. Maybe I need a new career. Maybe I needed this. Being a little facetious here, but it was this looking outside myself and I was one missing and so prevalent with women, men too, but more prevalent. So long story short is, you know, so many women, myself, I was making everyone else more important than myself. I was putting everyone else's needs ahead of myself. And, you know, I would have this mantra, like, don't worry about me, you know, um, and this inner shift was so huge. It changed the trajectory of my life you know, uh, the sense of deeper fulfillment, 
the sense like I well, went from six figures to seven figures. Uh, I know you want to talk about that in a bit, but um, I think the biggest thing is, is just that life got easier in every area of my life. And you, know, you hear people talk about, you know, having more impact with less effort. And I remember just thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like what, you know, just, you know, how does that even happen? Right. And, and I, I got it. I got it from like a intellectual level to, you know, more of a cellular level where I'm like, ah, oh, this is that sweet spot in life where you have more impact with less efforting. Right. Our society is so, you know, um, into efforting anyway so fast forward i'm not going to go into a lot a lot of detail here but what i realized was all this stemmed from when i was born i was given up for adoption um, at, at birth and adopted at six weeks and um uh, in a nutshell uh i was i was brought up in a beautiful loving family like amazing i couldn't have asked for um, and everything happens exactly how how sure. it's supposed to so super grateful for that but my point is i learned that i was in hindsight i was going through life with this proving energy proving i was worthy proving i was deserving proving i was lovable and i share this with you and, and sharing and, and 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 it was hard it's a hard way to go through life especially for women a lot of masculine energy right mm -hmm. pushing forcing and um, I share this not because it's important for you to know my story, but because so many of us, more prevalent with women, men too, but it's so prevalent that we, you know, we have different stories on a superficial level. We have different stories. Like you may not have been adopted. You may not have been, you know, having, you know, felt like you're unworthy, but underlying those stories, we have so many similar beliefs and patterns and stories um, that don't serve us. So it's the theme that is women don't feel fully valuing themselves. They don't feel like they are worthy of having it all. They're not feeling, you know, totally fulfilled. They're holding back. They're settling, playing small. And it's this feeling like, you know, um, we're meant for more. But it's like, what do I do? How do I go about that? Right? So it's about being in your power. So, so do you think that so many questions came up as you were telling your story yeah. and, and I appreciate your um, candor in, in mm -hmm. sharing those things with us. One thing that came up for me though was, do you think that, um, because I resonated with some of the things that you were mm -hmm. saying and I have for, the, for years not seen myself as smart or as in, um, uh, in tune or whatever, powerful in as other people see me. Okay. So that's mm -hmm. one thing where people, you know, people used to say things like, Oh, get Janice to do it. Janice is really, she'll, she's really good at that. Or she'll do that for you. She, yeah. she, and I don't have that same feeling from the inside out. So that's one thing. The other thing that came up for me, and if you, if you want to comment on that, that's great. But the other thing that came up for me when you were talking is, is it, does it have any connection with a, like when it triggered for you? Does it, uh, yes, it was probably the breakup that, that caused you to look at yourself again in, and go inward. Was it also, cause I know you have two beautiful daughters. Was it anything to do with the, you know, their ages and, and that maybe triggered it too in that, you know, they were coming to, um, not need you as much or whatever. And it, it made for more time for you to look at yourself. I don't know. I'm just curious. Yeah. Great questions. Um, well, the first thing that I want to address is you mentioned, um, you know, other people don't, they see this, you know, the, your real brilliance, your yes, yeah. greatness and you may not. And so one of the things, and again, uh, 
I've turned something called the universal hum because women are born into this world and whether it's our generation, our grandmother generations, our grandmother's grandma, as far back as you, as we can go forever, mm -hmm. women have never come into this world feeling like we are equal. Right. We've been born into a world of inequality. So we talk right now and we go, yeah, yeah, I know that Janine, but really think about that for a minute. Yes. So we really have been born into this. It's universal. It's energetic. It's passed on. It's generational. So if it goes unexamined that we think we're less than, mm -hmm. it fuels us. It, 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 it's our fuel. And so we show up always thinking that we're less than. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and I, I believe that because it is unconscious until it's not, right? Yes. So it has to go from being unconscious to conscious. Yes. And then we have to take that conscious awareness and actually look at it, examine it, mm -hmm. and turn it around for ourselves. Until we fully do that, we're always going to have this kind of like, oh, well, not me. Oh, no, shucks. Am I really that great, right? Yeah. And so, you know, I don't think, you know, I think that's also part of the human condition, right? Men and women, both more prevalent with women. Um, so that's one thing I think that it's, it's about, and I'd love to talk about sort of, you know, I'm a big on talking about personal power and energy and how we are, we all have leaky energy. Sounds kind of funny, but it's true. Um, okay. It might give a little bit more um, okay. uh, foundation. So to answer your second question, um, you know, that may be it, like um, in with regards to, you know, what was that tipping point? Where did that happen? That may have been a, a piece of it. My girls became an empty nester. Um, for me, the tipping point was more early, early on. I mean, that could be it for anybody, right? Certain things trigger us and it just becomes enough is enough, right? So I did notice another layer where I stepped more into who I am when I became an empty nester because I had so many roles, right? You have so many roles being mother, you know, we're, we're jugglers, we're caregivers, we're, you know, peacemakers, we're, you know, so many roles. But um, I, I, I had the opportunity to look at myself and be still like never before. But prior to that, I think for sure it was this, this realization after the breakup that I was taking care of everyone else. I was looking after him, her, them, that. And, and it was like, I was at the bottom of the line. It's like, whoa, I'm so not even here, right? So yeah, I think that um, everyone has their journey and different things might trigger it. So for me, it wasn't so much my kids become, becoming that empty nester when they went off to university, you know, kind of an empty nester, yeah. um, but, it, but it was another layer for sure. Okay, thank you. So, um, so talk to me about that energy and personal power piece then. Yeah, so it's funny because a lot of people like teach, right? That's part of yeah, what it's partly what I teach. And I think that, you know, energy and power, it's, it's, it's thrown out of there a lot. And, um, and I, I, yeah, I'd love to give it a bit of context because we all have power, we all have energy, and it's kind of like this untangible thing. So we don't kind of give it the importance, but it's huge. It's everything, right? Um, and so I'm, I'm referring more to the emotional, mental. It does affect the physical, but it's not so much like, you know, in my earlier years, I was a fitness professional. So yes, working out and eating right, all that's really good physical energy, but I'm talking about the less obvious stuff. So the mental, emotional. So, you know, I joke about, um, but it's very serious, is that we all have leaky energy. And we talk, talk about how we give away our energy and our power. And when we're not in our energy and power, I mean, how do we attract our clients? How we attract the money? How do we attract that? And it all stems back from 
not feeling whole, not feeling complete, not feeling enough. So, you know, we, we look outside ourselves. So, you know, we're born in this world. We are whole, we are perfect. We're an extension of source. All is good, whole, some stuff. And then something happens, whether it's, you know, adopted right at birth, mm -hmm. uh, uh or given up for adoption, I should say, or, you know, maybe you're six years old and your parents go through divorce or you're, you know, whatever age and something traumatic happens. It could be as simple as, you know, I remember one of my, my friends used to, she was telling me the story that she loved singing. She was in the choir and the, the teacher was, you know, um, what is it called? Orchestrating the choir. And then she, she kind of like tuned in like, who, who's, who, who, what's that, what's that voice? And she tuned in and she pointed to my friend. She says, you, you. And she thought she was getting picked for some special part. She goes, lip sync oh, yeah. lip sync uh -huh. and it traumatized her it traumatized her yeah. so something happens right sorry i went yes. off a tangent there but something happens and then we don't feel we're whole and it just popped in my head and so um we're always so we don't feel whole and then we start searching for that right well i'm not good enough Right. I'm not lovable. I'm not worthy. I'm not dirty. And oh my gosh, the list goes on. Right. And so we have leaky energy. And so, um, we, we're, until we examine it, we, we go around, uh, trying to fill ourselves from the outside in. Right. Mm -hmm. um, in my program, I go through the top seven ways. There's many ways, but these are kind of like real wow ways where people usually think they know and then they get into it. it's like I had no idea right and I'll just go through like the top few the top few is like human doer actually I just sent out an email this morning to my I got it. oh did you awesome yes. but the human doer is we're like especially in North American society it's the do 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 go 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 busy 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 and typically the human doer is so busy they're just in the in their head right they're not they're just a mental body they're not even here they're not even present they're not aware of their beingness and that's where the sweet spot is when you can straddle and integrate the being and the doing right mm -hmm. um and so and the human doer um is uh quite often afraid to feel right we're just you know something happened to us you know, my, my choir teacher told me to shut up. And so, you know, we're just, we just don't want to feel that ever again. And so we never integrate. And so um, human doer, that's one of the ways. Uh, external validator is another way. We look outside ourselves. I touched on that. Um, I did a whole chapter last year called Success is Not Enough. And I talked about um, how we external validate. We look outside ourselves. And they're called bids for love. So we're bidding for love. Like, well, maybe I'll look really pretty today and, you know, he or she or him or that uh, will think I'm worthy. Or right. well, maybe I'll say this to Janice on the podcast or so her, she will love me or my listeners. It's like, you know, F it. Like, this is who I am. This is what I stand for. You might not like me. Some of your right. listeners might not like me, but this is who I am. This is what I stand for. And, and stand in your power. And, yeah. and your power. And that's how you find out who, yeah. who you want to work with, who gravitates and who wants to, who you're attracting into your life, right? Um, you know, so the, the bids for love would be things like you're looking for approval and significance, love I mentioned, worthiness, recognition, yeah. you know, the list goes on. And, um, you know, I feel like I've fallen into a role with a lot of women, giving them permission that they don't need permission, right? Like enough, like just own it, right? Yeah, so I, I remember really clearly, and um, you know that I am part of a network marketing company and you were yeah. for many years and you were very successful in that network marketing yeah. company. And one of the things I remember really clearly when I, I, I don't know, I, I, I just couldn't figure it out. I couldn't make anything happen. And I remember clearly having this, um, light bulb moment where 
people had said this to me before, but it never really rang true until it did. And that was to not be attached to the outcome. Yeah. And by not, that's one. The other piece was about really believing in, in what it is that, that I was um, sharing with people. And so as soon as I realized that I didn't have to be attached to the outcome because it wasn't about me, I could feel stronger and believe in myself more. And I think what, I, what I'm thinking about in, in sharing this with you on the podcast, and hopefully my listeners will get, is that, okay, you also run a women's network or a, a business network, Inspire Women's, yeah, it is women, Inspire mm-hmm. Women's Business Network is called, yes. right? Yes. And um, I know that uh, when I, I came to it, when we could still go in person to uh, <laughs> events, and there were a lot of women there that I thought were obviously your potential clients because they, you know, I've been networking for years and what I noticed was there were people there that I think needed help in how to network. And that's what your network was about. It was teaching people how to do, do that properly. Right. In a, in a way, in a way. Yep. Yeah. And, 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 uh, inspiring part of the name, inspiring women to rise up, right. To be better versions of themselves. And, and so, I'm all about relationships and mm-hmm. teaching people the value of relationships. And what I found with that, re- that networking group, I'm not sure. Did it build relationships? Did people get that they needed to take it from there out of that setting before you can do that? I kind of sidetracked from one thing yeah, to another. No, that's okay. That's okay. Um, I think with the networking group, like I used to run a networking group years ago. It was in my home, um, and then I moved, and then I started back up again. And I think with the networking group, um, you know, some people just come, and then they leave. And then there's other people who are the diehard, you know, they just love the community. They love yeah. the teachings that I do, and it just – and they stick. And But I think um, – if I hear you right, it's all about, you know, do they, do they build the relationships within the community before they take it out? Is that what you're saying? No. Do they come, like you say, some people come and then they leave. Well, to my mind, when people go to relate, go to um, networking events, the work isn't done there. The work is done after. That's exactly. where they build the relationships. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah. And, and whether it's in the networking group or on social media or wherever I I'm, I hear you now. So Absolutely. I, f- I find that um, there's sort of two schools, people who want to get and they, you know, and they're like, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to get. And, and then it's not coming from a servant leadership spot. It's right. more, you know, getting. And, you know, as you've heard me say in the beginning of every time I do any sort of talk or um, the networking, it's like you're here to give and get, right? And I don't like the word get, but um, it's, it's a give and take. It's a give and take. It's a give and take. But you really need to give to others and give to yourself. And I, that's where I really wanted to share on the podcast is like, it's the relationship with everyone else. Um, but if you really want to best serve other people and you really want to bring in the money, you want to bring in those clients, you want to bring in the, the wealth, whatever that looks for you, you want to bring in the big contracts, whether you're in network marketing or whatever business, you know, you, you, you think of a network marketer, like I remember being in network marketing and they would, someone would want to, you know, bring in, attract uh, the world renowned leader and, you know, but you haven't done the work. Like you can't, it just doesn't work. You haven't done the work on yourself. It's not a match. Right. And so, so many people are just dipping their toe in. They're not actually 
you know, peeling back and, and doing the work themselves so they can attract the higher level, you know, uh, clients, those ideal clients. So it's, yeah, so that's a good, that's a good point in the sense of, you know, if you asked, you ever ask people in, in, in your work with them, you know, what do they want to make next year or next month or whatever? And they go, you know, something way up there that they can't even really relate to yet. Yeah, well, there's probability and there's possibilities. Anything is possible. Yeah. Anything's possible. I remember I was talking to my little my little girls when they were, you know, only like two and four, and like you can be anything you want to be. And they're like, mm -hmm. I want to be a princess. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, you can be everything you want. Well, that's it's possible. Yeah. Right? So, so I'm I'm never one to squash anyone's dreams. Like I'm I'm a big dreamer. A lot of people usually think I'm way out there, anyways. Uh -huh. So I'm I'm a big proponent of that. But it, it needs to come from a place where it feels. Um, uh, possible, right? I'm going to be a multimillionaire in the next five seconds, right? So you, you got to be, got to put it into spec. But, you know, if I can tap on that, like we were talking a couple of weeks ago about like, you know, I, when I hit seven figures in my network marketing business, I've had people say to me like, well, how did you do it? How did you do it? And they wanted to know systems and, you know, was it your warm market? What market was it? And they want, what was a strategy? What did your team do? And it's all this sort of external stuff. And I don't want to poo-poo that because that's absolutely, um, you, have but take it it. In, you have to do it. it. It's a piece of it. It's just like, you know, real life, how doing life and business, you got to do, you got to do the do, but it's, it's the being part. It's the inner work. And, you know, this is going to sound, I want to share two things about that. And one is, you know, how I got there, it's going to sound really corny. And I might've shared this with you when we talked, but you know, if I really, again, <laughs> it's going to sound kind of corny and a little woo woo, but how I got there was loving on people, right? Yeah. People well, build relationships with build people. relationships yes. and, yeah. and, and just know that you care, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. you get them on the phone. It's like, well, here's what I got for you today. And, you know, I'm being a little facetious to make a point, but care, it's the yeah. energy behind it. Care about people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they can tell if you don't mean they it. They can tell it's yeah. whether they're a, 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 a tuned in or not, they, you can, you can sense it. Right. Mm -hmm. But you, if you want to love on people, um, you can't fully love on people unless you're loving on yourself. And again, that might sound really corny, but loving on yourself. I do a whole segment on radical self-acceptance and unconditional self-love. It's not like about, Oh, I'm going to love, love myself today. I'm going to go for a walk and have a bubble bath and get my nails painted. I mean, those are all great, but it's about like taking a stand for you, loving yourself. Like you do your loved ones. How many women, how many women do you know love themselves as much as they do their children or their spouse or some of, I mean, maybe some people don't love their certain family yeah. members. You know what I'm saying? But like, there's, we got loved ones where you would do anything for. Like, do you take a stand for yourself in that way? Most people don't. They dip their toe in and they, but they're just not willing to go because it's, it can be, it seems scary. Usually it's not as scary as we think it is when we peel it back and go, okay, well, what does that really look like? Right. right? Okay. Stand for yourself. Yeah. You know, if you're, say you've got a little, you know, 10 year old, well, you've got a granddaughter, like say some person um, was not nice in whatever way, whatever capacity, you'd be there in a heartbeat saying, excuse me, yeah. you're going to take a stand. Do you take a stand for yourself? Do other women take a stand for themselves the same way they do their loved ones? It's a big question to ask yourself. And most women, yeah. when I've asked them, they say, huh, no, I don't. But if you really want to excel your career, your life, you know, the love, health, happiness, all this good, juicy stuff, make more money, give back. You want that rich, juicy. It's, it's all, it's about becoming who you really are. You got to go past the superficial. You got to go past yeah. the material stuff. You got to stop living a life on autopilot, right? It's about yeah. connecting and living from this new place where you're connected to your power 
and you know I can go into more detail. Yeah, no, but I, I can feel your your I can feel your um, um, passion for yeah. that, and I, it must be really um, it must be really fulfilling when you see the women that you, or the people that you work with step up into their oh power. gosh you know i just finished my three-month program and and women were in a totally different place when they're done and then about half of them moved on to the mentorship program and now i can really see because it doesn't happen just in three months i mean lots happened yeah. lots of transformation lots of ahas and you know if i could put a number on it like i'd say maybe 30 mm -hmm. to 50 percent of what i taught they might have known already and then the other stuff was new but i want to talk about the knowing because a lot of people say oh yeah i've heard that like radical self-love taking a stand for yourself but you know maya maya angelita has a uh, quote i don't know exactly right now something about um know better do better right mm -hmm. and so it's and that's what i'm really big on it's like you know you know that before you go to bed don't eat a whole tub ice cream we know that stuff right, right. we know that you know laying on the couch isn't as good as you know going to the gym or maybe not the gym right now or go for a walk whatever it may be we know that but it's not about the knowing it's about the doing. It's about taking that information and into integration and making the shift. Right. You know, I don't care about you've heard, oh, I've heard that before. Yeah, I don't care. Have you, have you implemented it, right? Right. You know, people are taking advice from sick, broke people. It's like, yeah, you know that, but like you're sick and broke, you know, <laughs> bless their hearts, right? But uh, that's the so implementation of it. That's, that's lots of nuggets there, Janine. Not lots of nuggets. <laughs> Keep going, so I'll take All right. No, I'm going to ask you, um, one last question, and then I'm going to ask you where people can find you and uh, if they're interested in looking at your programs. So what is your, well, I kind of know this, but what is your secret sauce, your unique gift when working with people to help them with growing their businesses? I think a few things. Um, I think I would say one is, um, I think my secret sauce would be around straddling and integrating the physical and non-physical or the seen and the unseen. Like if you looked at, you know, a lot of people are like, here's the tactics, the strategies, the templates, and here's the scripts and here's what you should do in business. Um, and that's a piece and you should be doing that. And then you've got the other, you know, thought leaders, speakers, authors, uh, people, program leaders that are all about the woo, you know, um, you know, connecting to your divine guidance and um, getting aligned with who you really are. And, and that's good too. But I think where I get it, I, I mean, I'm really excel in bringing those two worlds together. And I think that's my secret sauce. Okay. Is, is that's important. It's showing up as this physical person, but knowing that we're not here just to do, 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 go, go and live on autopilot and tune out and go hard. And I mean, I live that already been there, done that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I, I think that that's my secret sauce is integrating the two. Um, the physical. Um, I, I get it because yeah. if someone asks me, I think it's my, at the beginning, I think I said to you at the beginning of this, um, before we went uh, live on this conversation, I said that um, I need to feel it's an authentic conversation. So I go mm -hmm. from my gut a lot. Mm -hmm. Like it's my intuition piece that I think is my secret sauce. And I see that you're, you know, combining, giving the, the, um, the skills that people need, but using that, that inner piece to, mm -hmm. and, and maybe recognizing their inner piece that needs lifting or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to piggyback on that is, is for sure, you know, for me, I, I can see people's blind spots, right? It, they're just, just glaring at me. Um, mm -hmm. Call it intuition. It's like, I can see, but not with my eyes. 
it's like a knowing, a sensing. And then I, and then I articulate it because they give me permission and they're like, whoa. Right. And so it, it, it fast, it fast uh, tracks them. Right. Yeah. Making, if they choose to, to take a look at themselves. Right. Yeah. I think the other thing is, and, and, and from that place is like that, what I was saying, like less efforting, right. So you can do more, more money, more clients, better health, relationship, love, whatever it might be without less pushing. And I think, um, you know, in my earlier years, I think people labeled me a, a gentle ass kicker. So <laughs> I think that's a big secret sauce for mine is that people, people take action. They, they, they are in a different place when they're done, right? They just are. That's and I, at first when they sort of calling me that, I was a little bit um, taken back. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to own that. Thank you. It's, it's, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to use that as one of my um, superpowers, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's been fun. Um, where can people find you if they're interested in learning more about your courses and about what you have to offer? Sure. Uh, I, will, I will put it in the show notes. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. um, Janine at JanineBrawley.com. That's okay. probably the quickest, easiest. Uh, okay. And if you want to look at my main program, mm -hmm. it's HighPoweredLiving.com. Okay. I could give I more, but that's probably the best so Janine at JaneBrawley.com and HighPoweredLiving.com. Perfect. That's yeah. been a, it's been a delight. And um, one last question before we go. Um, yes. What are you most curious about? Most curious about? Mm -hmm. It could be anything. Yeah. I honestly, I eat, live, breathe this topic about success. Okay. Um, and when I say success, um, I think it's fascinating because people think success is like, oh, I've got the outer stuff. It can be a piece of it. Don't get me wrong. I love the good stuff. I love money. You can do a lot of good stuff with money. But I think the real thing for me is true success is that, you know, that inner fulfillment, right? I, I'm so curious about that because I feel like I'm still on that journey. I've really transmuted that for myself. And I'm fascinated and curious about how um, this shows up for other people, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, how, how to really tune in and how to be that critical thinker and how not to be what I call a sheeple, right? It's the, the people and sheeple together following blindly, right? The sheeple, yes, the don't sheeple. be a sheeple. And so um, I, I that. yeah, I'm, I'm so, um, you can borrow it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious about the, um, the integration of the two and how I'm putting it together and what I'm creating in the world. And I've got a, you know, for me, I'm really fueled by my mission, my passion, my purpose to spread this message right around the globe with women and girls, men as well, but more men and women, uh, women and um, girls. And so I'm curious um, to see how this all falls into place, you know, to really encourage pe people to be that tall poppy, right? I don't know if you've heard of the tall poppy syndrome, right? No, but I guess. So, yeah, so the, the tall poppy syndrome is, is you see a field of poppies, right? And every, all the poppies are exactly the same height and there's one sticking up tall, right? <laughs> so but most people don't want to be that tall poppy. They do, but they don't. They don't because, you know, other people will- They'll stand out from the crowd. Yeah. Right. They want to cut them down. Right. But it's like, how do you be that tall poppy and, and own that and be in your power? Because that's what you're here to do and be and create in the world. So um, it's about owning that and letting other people, even if they do want to cut you down, still have the courage to grow and love on those anyway. Right. So I'm just, you know, I don't know if I'm even answering your question, but when you think about curiosity, like 
I live, eat, breathe this. I'm always curious about it. I'm always growing and thinking and, you know, I'm always got my phone beside me and I'm always speaking into it. And, okay. Oh yeah. So, um, and I'm curious about how other people view the world and how they see it and how they can step into more of who they really are and own their power. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. And to my listeners, if you like what you heard, please um, leave a review and a rating. We always love to hear that. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And lastly, stay connected and be remembered. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes. And remember to stay connected and be remembered.